Some of the best advice about how to read Latin poetry aloud comes from Quintilian, the ancient uh, orator and teacher of oratory who lived in the first century AD. He wrote a, a long treatise about the education of the ideal orator in which he discusses performance as one of his uh, topics. This is in Book 11 of the Oratorical Institutes of Quintilian. There's a lot of great advice here that I, I think that often gets neglected by people who are mainly interested in poetry. They, they don't see that, in fact, there's a lot in common between delivering a speech and delivering a poem. And Quintilian certainly understands this because he, uh, he uses, as an example, the first eight lines of the Aeneid. But, so I'll get to that, how, what his advice is about how to read the beginning of the Aeneid. Um, but just to contextualize it a little bit, uh, Quintilian says that there are basically four things you're going for, four virtues in delivering a speech or a poem. And um, the first one is that your delivery should be emendata, or correct. That is, you, you shouldn't, your pronunciation should be right. It shouldn't be rustic. He says it shouldn't be rusticus, and it shouldn't be peregrinus. It shouldn't be foreign-sounding. Uh, the second virtue is that it should be, your delivery should be delucida, or lucid. It is not swallowed or clipped. You shouldn't swallow your words. But at the same time, he says that you don't put full value on every single letter because that's tiresome. And moreover, uh, he says you must pause, not just at punctuation marks. Okay, so amen dots are correct. Delucida, lucid, which involves pronunciation and also uh, punctuation. Thirdly, ornata, your delivery should be ornate. That is, there should be a variety in the sound of your voice, not a monotone, even in passages that have the same overall tone. And finally, your delivery should be opta, appropriate, sound like you know what you're saying, in other words. Uh, you, the words have to be adapted to the subject matter, and he gives many examples of this in speeches, where if you want to say something hard-hitting, you have to sound like you are really intense, but some things are more... Uh, gentle or more expansive, and it, you know the the tone of voice must be appropriate to the actual subject of discussion. Uh, I think one of the most underrated virtues in reading aloud is, uh, at least with Latin poetry, is the question of um, pausing, and which Quintilian discusses at some length. With the um, uh, I've given some quotations on the blog page here from his discussion in Book A, chapters thirty-three to thirty-eight about how to recite the beginning of the Aeneid. Uh, he has this to say on the subject of elision. He says, well, uh, however, though words must be pronounced in full, it's tiresome and offensive to put a value on every letter. For one thing, the vowels often coalesce, and some consonants are suppressed when a vowel follows. And he gives the example of multilateris, where the M there is swallowed or uh, suppressed because of the elision. He also talks about sense pauses. He says that uh, we must also note where our speech should be left in the air, where it should be brought to rest. Arma virum quecano is to be left in the air, because virum belongs to what follows, giving us virum qui troiae primus aboris, um, after which there's another suspension. For although where he came from and where he arrived are two different things, yet we do not need punctuation here because both are covered by the same verb, it. So what he's saying here is that uh, even though there's not a comma or a punctuation mark, you want to pause for clarity of, of syntax to figure out what goes with what. Uh, he says there's a third pause at italiam. And I've marked this in the blog page with a little hash mark. 
there's a third pause at Italian because fato profugus is parenthetical and interrupts the continuity of Italiam uh, lawinaque. For the same reason, there's a fourth pause at profugus, after which comes lawinaque venet litera, where we do at last need some punctuation because the new sentence begins at this point. A little further down, he says that uh, even when there is punctuation, the time we give to it may be shorter or longer, according to whether it marks the end of a phrase or of a thought. Thus, I shall take a new breath immediately after the punctuation at litera, but when I come to at qualtai monia romai, I shall pause and wait to make a fresh beginning. So uh, this is all good advice, I think, and uh, some of it kind of uh, it would be obvious if you were talking about English that, that a good part of acting or delivering some kind of speech is uh, uh, pausing for clarity. And, uh, but it gets ignored a lot, I think, when it comes to Latin because everyone's so worried about metrics and dactyls and spondees that they get really obsessed with keeping a kind of even flow of these uh, feet and trying to make all the collisions and get all the little... Um, metrical details correct that they lose sight of the fact that it, you have to understand what you're saying, you have to pause, and you have to um, have a kind of tone of voice that's appropriate to the subject matter. All right, so I think that's good advice from old Uncle Quintilian. I'll try and follow it now and give you the first uh, chunk of the Aeneid as uh, Quintilian would, would recommend. I'll try to. Arma virumque cano, Troiae qui primus ab oris Italiam, Vato profugus, Lawiniaque venit litora, Mult millet terris Iactatus et alto, Vi superum saevae Memorem iunonis ob iram. Multa quoquet bello passus, Dum conderet urbem, Inferretque deos latio, Genus unde latinum, albanique patres, at qualtae moinia Romae. Musa, mihi causas memora, quo numine laeso, quidve dolens, regina deum tot volure casus, insignem pietate virum, tot adire labores impulerit. Tantae nanimis caelestibus irae, 